Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, CJ and Bubble Boy in the studio. Scuba Radio, Scuba Squad connected via the web. Barry the Bugger, Mermaid Kristen, Casey the Tobacco Nut, Jerry the Diver Guy rounding out the crew. And uh, now we have the uh, dive god, Neil Watson, with us as well to kick off Hour 2. Um, rumor has it, uh, Neil, you're going to join us at Beneath the Sea in New Jersey at the end of March. Is that true? Is that the plan? Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. You know, you, it used to be we'd do like eight or ten shows a year, consumer shows plus Diva, and it was like uh, almost a monthly get-together with the gang. And then, you know, with COVID, all the consumer shows shut down. And right. And so this will be my first consumer show, geez, that's before you know, COVID. So I'm excited. That's a great show. It's really uh, in, in the Bahamas market, you know, the Northeast. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be out there promoting, uh, you know, the Bahamas in one of the booths or several of the booths for that matter. And he'll be there. And like you said, you know, uh, you go to these events. This is the first time Beneath the Sea has come back in like three years. So it's been a long time coming for that part of the country there. It's a caucus, New Jersey, the dive uh, center of the universe. At the end of March, I think it's the twenty fifth, twenty sixth of March that Saturday, Sunday. Just look it up on a calendar, you'll see. But uh, beneath the sea us is the website. Also, Explore Ventures uh, they they are uh, donating a uh, Northeast Caribbean liveaboard trip in the silent auction, uh, along with a bunch of other cool prizes that you can bid on and stuff. We might have a few a uh, little extra things for folks when they uh, walk into the show, especially on Saturday morning. You know, we may even have a mermaid on display, a uh, real live mermaid, not an AI mermaid, the real deal in the flesh. Uh, Kristen is uh, planning to join us up there. So it'll be a good time. Beneath the sea.us is the website uh, plan to join us. And uh, you'll see the dive god among many, many other dive industry uh, celebrities. Now, Neil, you know, we were talking in hour one of why we dive. A very simple question, because I, and I wanted to throw this at you, because you're the dive god. You've been doing this longer and, and have done more crazy things than anybody else on the in the world of diving, for that matter. And you know, um, you know, as I was saying earlier, I think sometimes uh, you know companies in the industry or the dive industry doesn't put their best foot forward or fin maybe uh, when we're talking to non divers as as opposed to you know, talking about like, oh, become a diver and you can save the planet and there's all these environmental elements and you can do beach cleanups. And, and that's a great thing. 
but sometimes I wonder if that gets lost uh, in in how we're sharing this with the non-diving public as far as when we want to bring more people into the sport. And, and, you know, so, I mean, I dive because it's fun. I mean, are, are you with me on this? Do you see this kind of uh, thing that happens or, or maybe we you need know, to promote I, that more or what do you think? I, I've, I've always made, made it a point with, with my staff that works in the office that sells the product. Yeah. At least every couple of months, send them to the islands. Just, you know, you can, you can, you could get complacent and really forget what an incredible sport we represent right. and how much fun it is. Yep. And I can send my staff over. They can spend a weekend in Bimini or wherever, get out diving. And when they come back in the office, you, you can hear it in their voices when they're selling the product. True. The enthusiasm. No dome d- uh, doubt about it. I mean, it's uh, when you get out there and you start to dive – uh, it's the ultimate way to kind of rejuvenate uh, things. Just realize, you know, especially if it's been a, you know, any, you know, time spans uh, between your last dive and you get in like, yep, this is why I do this. And you got to be, you know, we can easily take it for granted, I guess is what you're saying. Right. So, but, but, but as far as why it's like that, is it, what do you think it is? I, to me, like I said, it's just because it's so much fun. I love the social aspects of it, uh, of diving. Uh, CJ and Bubble Boy both uh, were talking about the Zen experience you get when you're diving. But what about somebody like you who has like, you know, four or five Guinness Book of World Records? And, you know, when you go down underwater, what what is it that uh, you love about the, you know, personally, you love about diving? Yeah, well, you know, there, there's there's two categories of people that experience weightlessness. There's astronauts, right? There's scuba divers. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to be a scuba diver than an astronaut. True. You know, I can take any any person, child, adult, elderly person, put them in in the water, breathing weightless underwater. And it's a life changer. I don't care who you are. Yeah, and, good point. And to me, I get that same experience after literally 70 years. This is my 70th year of diving. Mm-hmm. And um, I still, it's a its a form of zen to me. Yeah. I can, well, I can be stressed out. I can be worried about crap. I could go down for an hour, hang, float around. And come up, and it's a it's an attitude changer for me. Yeah, well, I, and I think uh, that's kind of what uh, CJ and yeah. Bubble Boy were alluding it's, to too. I'm sick at that. Yeah, well, it'd be third, but uh, that's fine. He's in the mountains of Virginia. He's, well, Matt I, isn't his strong. Nobody's taking it behind me though. <laughs> but uh, not. Yeah, but but well, you know, you it, touch uh, it, on it, something, I mean, Neil. Yeah, I mean, well, what, what got me into it mm-hmm. is is. Um, I, I can't sing. I can't play an instrument. Yeah. I never knew I was going to get groupies in a rock band. Yeah. I look pretty good in a Speedo. Oh. And I heard that, uh, you know, teaching people to dive was the way to beat girls. Oh, there and, you go. Um, so it was a way to pick so up chicks, become a diver. That was his superhero, uh, uh, you know, thing that he did back in the And, you know, if you uh, Google Neil Watson uh, from these videos in the 70s, you'll know why he was uh, – a uh, babe magnet, uh, you know, and, and that that just, uh, I, I never thought about that as being a reason, but especially back then, I'm not so sure that applies as much today. 
I don't think it uh, works in that regard. But you did touch on. Hey, hey, you 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 came up you came up with I think a better plan than me, man. With a with a radio show, just traveling the world, having fun diving. I mean, what a gig, man! Well, I I got a great gig, but uh, you know, I don't think it helps get chicks or anything like that, or you know. But uh, but it's a different motivation. But you didn't touch on something that I think is uh, pretty important, especially if you're a dive instructor. Is that when you turn people onto it for the first time, and you get to see? You know that joy just uh, overwhelm them, or you see it on their face, and that that is a really you know a great feeling to be able to share this activity with other folks and friends and uh, see how they react, and uh, and you know he's like, yeah, I might have did something good today. That's a good thing. It makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. You think? But, you know, the biggest thrill I used to get was doing resort courses. Somebody would be in the in the Bahamas with no intentions of ever going underwater and and they find out that they could take this this resort course and suddenly they're experiencing something that they never dreamed they would experience in their lifetime and it was just life-changing for them I mean it just it was such a thrill to, to get people's reactions to try scuba for the first time. Yeah, and you tell them uh, when, when you're telling them, hey, give this a go, because I've only had, what, two uh, things I've liked. What what are they? Uh, how do you describe uh, diving? You never had a bad experience well, diving? Or? Or you could be a scuba diver. Yeah. Oh, but you oh, never had a bad experience uh, in the bedroom or underwater or something like that. All right, I'll well, get it. I'll get the quote. I guess there's a third that's skydiving, but the ground comes up all the way. Well, there, there's that. Okay. <laughs> More coming up. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Terek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Saba St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, Humpback Whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. Scuba action star Mike Scott is back in a new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From author Eric Douglas comes the one that started it all. Listen as Mike deals with submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. Download Cayman Cowboys or Oil and Water, Return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish at Amazon, BooksbyEric.com, and Audible.com. 
Surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Dad, we have a bug. The hunter, he loves to hunt bugs. He's a diver with an attitude. An underwater thug. With stealth speed and agility. Combs the ocean floor No matter how many bugs you catch He's always gonna catch more Yeah, he's the king of all the lobster slayers And the word has gotten round Everyone knows something's gonna die When the bug hunter goes down This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving I am Greg the Dive Master that is the Scuba Cowboy. Check him out, thescubacowboy.com. I believe he's in Florida uh, touring right now, if I remember correctly. I could be off. No, he was in, uh, I think he's on Facebook, he was in Sarasota this week. There you go. So uh, go check him out if you can. It, you'll enjoy it uh, immensely. And uh, ask him if he's caught any bugs lately. Uh, because Yeah, it's season's open right now. We should be catching lobster. Uh, Barry the Bugger knows this, but he hasn't brought it up at all. What kind of bugger are you? It's tax season. The English kind. The lame. <laughs> okay. It is what it is. I All can't right. help you with that. All right. Are you and telling the- me that lobster pay taxes? Uh, uh, maybe. No. Oh. But I got to prepare taxes so I can afford to go out and get lobsters. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that's a whole other thing. We got the dive guide on with us, and he's told us why he dives. After all these years, he still enjoys it. Uh, whether sharing it with uh, friends and seeing their faces light up or just going for that Zen experience. I, actually, a few years ago, Neil, you even mentioned to me that after all those world records you have, like uh, deepest uh, dive on air, 437 feet, with which Guinness doesn't even recognize anymore because so many people died trying to break it uh, because it was uh, it was not a really good thing to promote from their standpoint and probably from any sane person's standpoint, you did it before uh, we knew any better, I guess. But, but you, you have told me uh, a few years ago that, you know, you know, you dove so much in your earlier years that a lot of times you don't feel normal anymore unless you're down past a hundred or so feet is <laughs> like, it makes all the pain go away or something. Is that right? Or do you remember that conversation or no? Well, you know, I, I, you give me a wall and I'm going to go down it. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I'm going to share something with you that's kind of personal. All right. Uh, my, I think my absolute worst sexual encounter. Yeah. And my absolute worst dive I did in my life both had one thing in common. Okay. They were both great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. I've never had a bad dive. Right. Never. I'm right there with never. you. There's, uh, always, okay. there's always something. There's always something to think. I won't get into the other part of the, the question. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Part, yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. But but as far as like you know, when you get up, uh, you know, in years, I mean, do you? F- I remember you telling me this. Like, you don't really feel 
uh, normal until you're you're getting uh, past 100 feet where the narcosis starts to kick in a little bit. That's just, uh, you know, from doing it so many years back in the day when you're really pushing the limits, or what do you think? What do you know? You know, it's a, it's a free cheap buzz. <laughs> it's a cheap buzz, okay. That's right. You know, if the word ever got out, you'd have you'd have uh, you'd have a dozen divers sitting around in a big circle at about one sixty passing the regulator around. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, don't do what we say, or you know, we're not encouraging any of that. I just find it uh, intriguing, just the same. But but Neil, uh, always a pleasure. Thanks for the those words of wisdom. I mean, the dive god has spoken, and uh, when especially when it comes to you know, when he, best sexual experience and, and best dive. I mean, I think that's a quote we can all live by. Don't you agree? It was or, worst. What was it? It was it, worse? It was wor- his worst, he said. Yes, right. Exactly. That. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. We got to start thinking about hammerheads, and we got to start thinking about uh, cruise ships. That's right. Amen. We got some trips yep. Uh, yep. on the agenda. No doubt. We'll get her done there, buddy. Uh, I want to see perfect. the hammerheads. Yeah, Neil. Listen, see, she wants to go. Going on her birthday wasn't enough for Mermaid Kristen. So she no, wants. Now, to, I, now I'm addicted, and I need to keep seeing them. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and by the way, we still got uh, well, at least a couple months of uh, hammerheads over in Bimini, right? Yeah, March and April. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we could we could and, still and, get and in the there for the showing up almost every dive. Right. Oh, Joker is it Joker or yeah, man? How about that? Yeah, that was uh, the tiger shark. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we we may have to do that. That is uh, definitely on the list of things to get scheduled. So we're working on it. But uh, Neil, I'll let you get back uh, to it. And uh, thanks for checking in, my friend. Have a good one. There you go, the Neil uh, Neil Watson, the dive god. How about that? Uh, you know, he is he has spoken. He, he is someone we can look up to and uh, decide like, could we ever be like M. Doe? Could we? Uh, constantly strive to be like him sure you know yeah there's always people you want to look up to but but did you notice what he said as far as why he dives it's the same reason that we all have already pretty much covered Mm -hmm. yep yeah so uh with all that said has any of your uh you know reasons uh, have they changed no because he his were were the same just reaffirmed uh your belief the zen thing yeah my my opinion not a belief it's, it's your opinion. What do you mean? Well, it's your. I mean, it's not a fact. It's just my opinion. Well, well, no, that's a fact for you, isn't it? It's, not. it's your truth, CJ. Oh, Jesus. Own it. Stop it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. You know, I didn't ask him about the uh, the AI uh, mermaid thing. That's probably for the best. No, he he is a big fan. He thought it was great, though. He did tell He's me that before nice. the show. No, he texted he me. He said that was going to hurt your feelings. He yeah. really enjoyed it. He'd be. He was like, "Hey, you know, this is. Uh, this could be something big." He he knows you look up to him as a father figure, and he didn't want to hurt your feelings. Why? Why would yeah, you we say didn't that? Establish that, Barry. Hmm? Okay. We didn't establish that. All right. Well, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know why you guys are. You know, aren't willing to embrace technology and try to make this work for we us. We have embraced it. We just you don't did. have to accept it. Uh, what does that you, mean? You just said one of the reasons. Is that mountain logic? Said, what is that? So, someone said one of the reasons why we like to dive is to get away from the technology. 
Okay. And just well, be one with the ocean there. That's true, but look in the future. With we, our Sherwood computer. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Hey, that could be Sherwood like... Sherwood computers. Yep. That, that might be an option that they offer with their computers in the future, where you can just uh, tap a button on your you know Shearwater computer, and it taps up your virtual dive buddy. And, and if the computer is angry with you, it could say, you've got plenty of air left. Keep exactly. that in there, yeah. boy. Cut your air off. You've had enough. Mm-hmm. No, no. I mean, think about that. A virtual bury the bugger to dive with as opposed to the real thing. You guys, I'm not saying Bury? I thought you were talking about mermaids. Well, I'm, uh, anybody anybody could be replaced by this technology. Awesome. Now, see, now you're changing Good your idea, uh, yeah. tune, aren't Great you? Great idea, Greg. Okay. <laughs> More coming up. Stay close. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save the St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Take a look at it on the ocean floor. Just go down there, take your scuba gear and go down there. One of you would do that, I know. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, CJ, and Bubble Boy in the studio with me. With me. And uh, we have the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web. Barry the Bugger, Mermaid Kristen, Jerry the Diver Guy, Casey the Tobacco Nut. Yep. And uh, all of them could be replaced with uh, AI versions of themselves. It would probably be a major upgrade. You What's, can't replace the real life mermaid. Well, that's true. Kristen's the only one I think has uh, something going oh, for people her. Will be uh, yeah. The rest of you losers. Well, I'll tell you what. Mermaid, get your real water fake. From, Greg. Who cares? <laughs> wow. It's like all at once. And uh, they There'll turn be no on you. Spring water. You know, it, wait, I'll, I'll tell you what. It would be such an easier life for me. Who's going to drive to dinner? What do you mean? If you replace me. <laughs> uh uber hello okay <laughs> automated driver drive. yeah yeah okay well you know just uh, i don't know don't test me gang 
I could easily replace okay, all of you. Okay, let's, let's depict this. Here we are at DEMA. Yeah. Greg's up on stage, what, surrounded by large monitors of each of us? Okay. No, we, they don't need to the see. They wouldn't. About the prizes. Right. right they, they wouldn't need to see you, Casey, anyway. Not and many hands to throw out goodies. We just have a couple robot arms and have your voices syn- synthesized. Ah. And you would, uh, you know, everything I would say, you would oblige. You wouldn't argue with me on every little stupid point. Who's going to correct you when you screw up? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't ever do I, that. I see there would never be a screw up. That never happens. Well, that, that, exactly. That could cause the AI to go into overload. Now he's an alternate reality. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's an you AR. Know what you're talking about. I really, I think you guys are... Uh, you're just trying to, you know, make yourself valuable, but you're We're not doing a very good job. brutally honest. <laughs> good. That'll free up my Saturdays. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, uh, technology could come and replace us all. I mean, I'm even in that. Hey, uh, you guys, this could be good. Instead of, uh, you know, sitting in front of a microphone, we could just go diving. Oh, yeah, true. We'll go dive and leave Greg here we doing the show. We can talk to the computer. Well, yeah, we, we can, can go li- diving and listen to Scuba Radio while we're at it. Yeah, you know, we could do that. Yeah, we could have the AIs. Full-face comm masks to do the show while we're diving. And that's a lot of work. No, it's AI. That's a lot of work. Yeah, let the AI do the show for us. We could be diving in an ocean Mars. The idea is to enjoy the dive. Yeah. Yeah. And let Greg deal with this. Yeah. No, that is an idea, though. We could just have the AI do uh, the show for us, and we go dive instead. Well, you still have to run the AI, so you'd have to stay back. No, 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 no. It's uh, self-aware. It's got to be better. It's got to be a better show. There's no way it could be worse. You just pronounce one word. (laughs) Hey, I think think we should try it, Greg. Live from Wyoming. Exactly. Uh, It's Scuba Radio. Live from Wyoming. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it is crazy tech. It is uh, interesting. Now, all right. here's your old Greg. The all right, that's master. enough. Just be quiet. They don't talk like that. They sound better than most of us. Konami. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey there, baby. What's going? Down? All right. Oh. All right. I'm telling that's you, enough. watch that movie, Megan. You won't be as interested in the AI as you are now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, dumbass. <laughs> hey, quit it. <laughs> I'm just uh, preparing for the inevitable takeover of the machines. <laughs> the machine's taking him over. Yeah. I mean, Come on, we're over here, Greg. Come on, right. look at us. Well, no, I'm not paying Way to attention to you. put up a fight, Greg. Right. <laughs> just invite him in. No, there, there's some other stuff I did want to throw at you guys today. And okay. I'll probably get the same reaction I've gotten so far, which is nothing. But uh, I'm going to try. Ahead, pitch it, baby. Okay. So uh, well, I, I got a couple stories. One is about in-water uh, compression. That's really diver deep stuff. Do you even know what I mean by that, CJ? No. Oh, okay. So say you're on an island in a remote, remote part of the world. I'm in an island in a remote part of the world. Yeah. You're at, at an island, I should say. Not in it. That would be at weird. an island. Okay. And, uh, and you get bent. You went beyond the you know limits or something happened and you stayed down too long and you got uh, bent. But you're in some remote place in the world where they don't have a hyperbaric chamber handy. Uh-oh. So in-water recompression is uh, something that has been talked about for years, but is not encouraged and frowned upon. Uh, It's just not something you do. But there's been some new research 
that it uh, has shown that actually there could be some benefits to this. Now, how do, how do, how do they do this? You would literally uh, like if you came up and you had symptoms, and they were you know, there, there's some caveats to this. The the people you're diving with, and and the uh, you know the dive guides and the operation have to be very familiar with this process. But in the technical world of diving, you know if you're you know pretty advanced, they're looking at this a little bit more uh, like a, it could be a solution as opposed to having a. A, a hyperbaric chamber you get to to recompress, which basically to alleviate the symptoms of, you know, tingling or you know, getting the bends and stuff like that, which is bad. And if you're in right. some remote place of the world where you can't get to a chamber and it's like a day or two away, you got to be airlifted out or something, that, that time it takes to get to that chamber could be, you know, uh, the difference between a permanent injury or even life and death. So how does this work? Well, you jump back in the water with mm. the proper supervision and go down to a certain feet, and they monitor I you and watch I don't you. think that'll work. Well, it, no. Well, here's that's the thing. That's what we have been. Well, no, that's what we've been told for years uh, that it's not advisable. Don't do it. You never do that. And and I'm not saying to do it. I'm just saying there's been some new research that came out this past year. Uh, from some scientists that have been looking at this, and they're saying there actually is some validity to doing such a thing, because especially if you're in a really remote place and you're not going to be able to get to a chamber. Well, the, the biggest uh, quick problem enough. with it was that you had to recompress the bubbles, which means you have to go beyond where you were before to get enough pressure to do that. No, nope, that's not true. There, there, you get you just go back down to a certain depth and you off gas it. At a different, uh, a lower depth. Now, look, I, I, I'm just throwing it out there that what we've been taught as instructors, and Casey's saying this is an instructor, and I, I'm an instructor, yeah. Jerry's yeah. an instructor, you don't do this. This isn't something now, we've always been taught. You never, never do this. But there has been some new research that come out that said, oh, we couldn't have been wrong about that. Am I there getting, may be some advantages to possibly having that under these you know, very specific criteria. What am I getting from this that... Uh, it's not ideal, but it's better than nothing. Possibly, possibly, and and the caveat there is, it has to be structured very, very carefully, and that's why I go back to the operation and the people you're diving with have to really know their stuff, because you can't just put someone back in the water and uh, have them recompress because they could go into convulsions. Which they you could guys have a problem. So, well, yeah, if you're just diving with uh, friends that don't do, but if you're a technical diver. Like cave divers, you know, Doctor Doug, and yeah. this is actually being probably something that I we need to ask him about because it's really coming out of the tech diving world. But it's interesting because you know it could eventually filter down to recreational diving a little bit more because, like I said, it used to be a thing like, oh no, you would never do that. There's no benefit whatsoever to doing it, and uh, you're you're playing with fire. You're just going to make things worse. But they're actually learning that. This this actually there could be some things coming down the pike that might change our the way we look at this whole kind of thing of uh, recompressing uh, underwater. Well, okay, I'm confused now because when you when you've got the bends, you technically have bubbles out of solution. Well, I mean, if you're getting symptoms, you know that that's the thing. The the sooner you are treated. Uh, whether it's uh, in, in a chamber or doing this in the water, are you better off than not? And I think that's where they're learning that you are. You could be better off. All right, more coming up. Stay close.
This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Snorkel shot! Snorkel shot! spend the weekend in the deep end. The water's fine, y'all, so just This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Okay, so uh, if you want to look this up, you can Google it. Simon Mitchell is the guy who wrote uh, the article or gave a presentation on this in-water recompression thing that I brought up. Um, he actually gave a speech at the uh, dive talks in Portugal that our 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 Lindo uh, that we've had on the show before from that uh, dive show in Portugal. That's where Simon Mitchell gave the presentation. There's a video of him talking about this uh, recompression, and uh, you know, like if you found yourself in a remote uh, area and there was no compression chamber nearby, and for some reason you found yourself in trouble where you needed to be recompressed. You know, it's always been taboo to never jump back up and uh, jump back in the water and go down under pressure to try to, you know, help yourself or fix yourself. That's always been a big, big taboo thing. And it still is. Don't get me wrong. I'm not encouraging people to do this. And he's not either. He's just saying that there is some benefit, though, that could happen from doing this. And the research is showing that. Uh, if you can't get to a chamber within a day or so and you need uh, some pressure treatment, uh, getting in the water under the right supervision like that will make a difference and could be the difference between having a permanent injury and uh, you know coming away unscathed. So it's not there yet. I'm just throwing it out there that this you know could happen or could uh, there could end up being a, a structure for this you know a few years down the road if uh, the research keeps uh, going this way. And like I said, as a dive instructor, myself uh, and Casey and Jerry in particular, no, we've always been taught, no, 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 you never do that. There's so but, many things that it could okay, go wrong. I, I don't understand, and make it worse. Though, because you have to add oxygen in there somewhere to increase the off-gassing. No, you don't. You You're going down under pressure just like you would as in a hyperbaric chamber. You're, you're instead of doing it in a but chamber, you're doing it the depth in a hyperbaric chamber to recompress the bubbles. Right, and so if you go down underwater under depth, you're going, you're relieving some of the pressure that you're, uh, you know, when you come up out of the out of the water, that's what the problem. You came up too fast, or the bubbles didn't have enough time to dissipate. That's the problem. You know that, Casey. I mean, yes, it's yeah, the physics yeah, of I'm diving. Yeah, that's what causes the bends, and it creates problems depending on the uh, level that happens. De- depends on the severity of the you know element of the bends. It could be a mild uh, niglets thing, which is where you know uh, cave divers tingling in the fingers. Yeah, tingle in the fingers. They call it the niglets. Yeah, possible benefit. 
But if you're hit with the bends to throw you back in the water, you have to go to a depth greater than where you were to recompress the bubble. Well, I don't know. You got to watch the whatever he found out. I mean, let, and once again, he he did a study on this. Simon Mitchell. Uh, he, he's you know he's a diamond right, scientist. I'll, I'll look into it. He knows his stuff. But, a friend of Roz, he Roz brings him up, or Roz from the UK brings up Simon Mitchell quite a bit. He has quite the track record and is on the cutting edge. Simon Mitchell, Simon Mitchell. Yes, that's exactly how she sounds. <laughs> well, I mean, and, Martin, uh, Greg, uh, Greg wouldn't Dick Rutowski know a lot about that? Also, well, I have no idea Dick who Rutowski. you're talking he about. Know Dick. That was a football player, wasn't it? Uh, no, <laughs> okay. He's like the grandfather of nitrox You're thinking of dick you, buckus you yes. know dick oh that's Rutowski. right that's right well all those scientific type you know but simon mitchell's the one who did, who did this uh talk we need dr and portugal yeah Craig, yeah has and there ever been any, yeah. has there ever been any research as to say you know you say as an instructor you're taught never to do this yeah is there research that shows that this does not work or is it what they're doing is their theory is is that it would well not there's work? the, the the theory is it won't work because there's too many variables. The big one being that if you were to go back in the water after potentially getting a uh, Ben's hit uh, and you convulse, you choke, you pass out, you're dead. If you don't have okay. someone right there with you or can, you know, uh, get you air right away, that kind of thing. There's some there's a lot of parameters that could go wrong. And that's why I said at the outset of this. You know, he even says, like, look, this isn't going to be a recreational diving thing. If if it's a technical diving outfit that's doing deep dives and pushing the envelope a little bit, you know, extensive training. Commercial stuff. And, well, not even commercial. Tech. You know, and, and you know, and they're, they're pushing limits. They're doing a little bit more extreme stuff. Uh, but the, if they're familiar with how to operate in that sense then maybe you this would be an option you have well, I or a card that you can play. Well, I see they're completely different. In that situation, they're going to have oxygen, nitrogen, different gases necessary to help stabilize the air when you breathe it at depth. No, Whereas recreationally, no, no, no. Won't you matter. just got air. Well, I don't. I don't know that it matters. Uh, well, it does matter. Don't get me wrong. All dive boats will have oxygen on board. That's one thing. But not, as far as when, the the, you need. well, I don't know if uh, I don't know what they're. You know, they send them back down on. I mean, maybe they. But, it would depend, I guess, on what they're diving. If they're doing a trimix type of thing or technical dive and the yeah, gases, yeah. and all that well, kind of stuff too. But, but if would there be a point where you're bent, where if you don't do something, you'll die. Possibly, of course, that, that could happen. Yeah. You're yeah. It's, it's when you learn CPR, you'll always have someone in the group that says because they'll tell you you may hear cracking of the ribs when you're doing it right, and they say, "Well, you're going to hurt them," and then the instructor will say, "They're already dead. You can't hurt them much more if you can get the heart going again. That's better than having a cracked rib." Yeah, well, yeah, you can mend a cracked rib. You right. can't mend a bro- uh, stopped heart. Yeah, and that's a, so, that's the balance you got to d- judge. You know, like. Look, if you're in some remote place where there's not a hyperbaric chamber where you can get the proper treatment, is this an option? Or, you know, what are the downsides of waiting, a, you know, waiting 24 hours for a medevac or right. whatever compared to like, well, should this person get back in the water and try to, should we try to recompress them and, and see if that'll help uh, the situation? That That's the thing. And that's where this could come into play 
you know, uh, down the road. But right now, the research showing that it, it actually could make a difference, and it is showing uh, signs that uh, this could be a card that uh, we could have uh, available to us that could have a positive impact a long time. Did they give a depth to this or, or what? Like what they were taking them back down to or what? No, it just depends on what you're doing, Jerry. You know that. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, depends. Well, I know that, but I'm, I'm just saying their, their research or study in it, did they give a depth? Like is it 60, 70 foot or what? Well, he, I think he, what he did is uh, he looked at a bunch of incidents over time and and then uh, some stuff back in the day with the Navy, and I don't know. You yeah. got to look at the. You can look it up. Uh, like I said, Google it. It's on yeah, diving talks oh, from I'll Portugal. But Simon Mitchell, uh, in water recompression. It's uh, interesting stuff, and you know we're kind of deep in the weeds here because this is kind of pretty high technical diving stuff. This is scuba radio. We yeah, live in the weeds. Well, you know the reason I bring it up is not. Because it, it's ready now, but it's it's just like the AI. This could be the future. This might be something that we kind of open ourselves up to uh, as another card to play if, God forbid, we got into so, any trouble. Okay. I could see where on the boat maybe you have a special rig like like oxygen well you know what will happen is we're gonna have uh, gas we're gonna have the no no we're gonna have the scuba radio ai mermaid on the boat no and we're gonna come up and uh you know barry's gonna come up out of the water because hey man my my knees are aching and i got a rash on the side of me what do Uh, i do what do i do ai mermaid Kristen? So you just kiss your ass goodbye. No, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't touching him. No, yeah, okay. All right. See, this is why we'd be much better off uh, in uh, digital form. Uh, anything to replace this crew would be an upgrade. On that note, we're going to wrap it up. Remember, it's always better. Where, gang? Come on. Down where it is wetter. <laughs> Safe diving, everyone. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go. The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard... Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.